welcome to Panic Attack with Big John. As my dog runs to the other room because I'm recording. Still don't know why she does that, but. So, let's get comfortable here and talk. Have a little talk with Uncle John. Get the camera situated. So, first and foremost, let's do all this crap on uh, YouTube and the Anchor app as well as Spotify and other podcasting platforms. This is Panic Attack with Big John. You can like, share, subscribe. Uh, also, on Twitter, you can find me at the real underscore Big John on Parlor. Forget how many social medias I'm on. Uh, Parlor, the uh, the new better version of Twitter. It's the real Big John, all one word. And on Facebook, it is Big John's conservative op-ed page. Um, and on that page, you can find things uh, like videos. You can find uh, memes, articles, YouTube. Uh, things that I share from other creators, conservative creators, of course. So, I, I think now I'm safe to delve into this Hunter Biden email computer scandal. And this is not a hack. Uh, people, you know, over the last couple of days were saying, well, how did they, how did, uh, you know, the conservatives obtain Hunter Biden's uh, emails and so on and so forth? Um, this all began when he dropped a, an old laptop off at a repair shop and there's uh, an agreement, I guess, that you sign at this shop, and it's in Delaware, that if you don't come back for it in 90 days, they are allowed to keep it. Uh, and Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, says that he has said agreement in his possession and he showed the laptop he was on Steven Crowder's live stream the other night leading up to uh, the Trump and Biden dueling town halls and he Turn the laptop around. It's kind of an old laptop. And that's why it was at the shop for repairs. It needed a new hard drive. Uh, one of the questions that have been brought up are uh, to try and disprove that this is uh, legitimate is that uh, some of the logos, like, you know, how at the top of Google or uh, Twitter or whatever, you have a a logo well some of the logos came across pixelated and I'm not a computer expert 
But I guess when you move things from one hard drive to another, which is what the laptop was brought into the repair shop for, then those images will get uh, distorted. And that was broke down on Steve Crowder's uh, town hall live stream also by Crowder's debate or Crowder's computer geek. Um, let me pull up the New York Post article. And so I can read just some of the uh, quotes from this. He. No, I don't want USA's Today's version of the article. I want the original. Videos. See, they bury this stuff. Alright, so I had to scroll halfway down the screen to get to this. Okay, so this is a, an article about the article. And actually, the uh, I saw the, the cover of the New York Post the day after this bombshell dropped. And it was... An identical cover to the original except the word censored was written uh, catty corner across the front page because the internet has censored this article not the internet itself the internet itself is obviously a connection of computers on phone wires and whatnot but uh, you I think YouTube uh, Facebook definitely and uh, Twitter Twitter was actually shut down entirely for a little bit yesterday a couple hours uh, as the uh, scandal was peaking and then the owner of uh, Twitter came out and said in a tweet well you know this should not have happened you know that this is preposterous I'm paraphrasing but he basically apologized to Twitter users and said, you know, we shouldn't have censored this. Now, mind you, Facebook, uh, Twitter, other, you know, social media platforms had no problem with, about a month ago, anonymous sources to the newspaper The Atlantic, or not really, whatever the hell The Atlantic is, I guess it's a, a newspaper that's mostly online now. Anyways, the, the Atlantic ran a story that Donald Trump did not make a trip to a World War II memorial a few years ago because he felt it wasn't worth it, the weather was bad, and that uh, soldiers were all suckers and losers that got killed. Uh, multiple sources rebutted that. The Atlantic had to do a retraction. Uh, they never revealed their anonymous sources, which that's a, an old school thing in journalism. You know, a journalist never reveals their sources. Um, but on this laptop hard drive that this uh, frightened computer repair shop owner had were, you know, emails about <coughs> the 
Biden family crime syndicate and their dealings with Burisma. There were pictures of uh, Hunter Biden showing off his uh, Anthony Weiner. Uh, there were things on there about you know Biden and his quid pro quo to the Ukrainian government. Uh, there was also going to be another deal similar struck between Biden, Hunter Biden's uh, lobbying firm, we'll call it, consulting firm, I think is that what they actually call themselves, uh, his consulting firm with his partner and China. So, you know, for months Trump's been saying that You know, Biden is owned by China. Well, we have evidence now, evidently, on this laptop. And this computer store guy has told people he's in fear for his life. Uh, obviously, you know, Clinton's side is a big deal. Uh, you know, you had Jeffrey Epstein not hang himself, uh, and so on and so forth. But the biggest problem that I had with this was the Facebook and Twitter blackout of this. Uh, in the 90s, when the internet was taking off, they, the Clinton administration, to help websites, uh, not knowing that, you know, social media, and soon we would have, you know, apps on our phones, at least, yeah, Clinton wasn't that smart, he wouldn't have known that. Um, but, they made a law that they made a law that if you have a website and I go on there and post uh, you know Donald Trump is a cotton heady ninny muggins Donald Trump could come after me and I'm saying Donald Trump just to you know, throw, th throw things off so I'm not constantly bashing on one side, although I am biased. Um, but, you know, I say Donald Trump's a cotton-headed ninny-muggins. Trump could come after me on that, but not the website owner. So, you know, back then, uh, you know, blogs were starting to take off, um, uh, internet forums, they were called chat rooms, Things of that nature were the big cool of the day. So they made this law that if I have, you know, bigjohn.com and anybody can go in there and start a thread and other people can post to that thread and you can have a conversation or debate or, uh, you know, kitty cat fight or whatever the hell you want to do, you, you cannot sue me. You can only sue the person or persons that posted uh, possibly the derogatory information. I'm a third party to that. I'm not directly posting that, right? So Twitter and Facebook have been using that to, you know, get away with post, letting people post anything they want. But they've also been using that to censor and say, well, this, you know, we're not a, a content producer. We're a sharing system. And so they censor things, but at the same time, they want to fall under the category of the First Amendment, 
and say, well, we're press too. We're press also. We're, you know, spreading news and information. Well, the thing is they can't have their cake and eat it too. They have to pick a, pick a side. Uh, I think they're safer to stay under the uh, 90s law and say, you know, we're, you know, content a content platform, but we're not content producers, we're not media, uh, and just be a private company. And when it comes to the end of the day, if a private company doesn't want to let me share something on their platform, that's their right. But why do they black out breaking news that is detrimental to one side. Well, Facebook tried to use the excuse that, you know, hey, we're, you know, this, these are unconfirmed reports. Well, you have the computer shop owner, you have Hunter Biden's signature, allegedly, as I haven't seen it, on a receipt when he dropped off the computer because uh, they have the right to keep your computer after 90 days if you don't come back to retrieve it. So they have his signature on that. Then, after this story broke, Biden, Hunter Biden's attorneys called and emailed the computer shop owner saying, can we have the hard drive back? So, uh, you know, you don't ask for the hard drive back unless there's something you don't want seen on there. Um, so in this, this is a follow-up kind of article here, uh, from the New York Post, an email thread that appears to show Hunter Biden pursuing lucrative energy business deal in China and possibly cutting his father in on the action. Now, this is when Joe Biden was the sitting vice president of these United States. And so to cut him in on the deal, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. That's like really, really, that violates a lot of really good laws, I think. Not an attorney, but it, at the least it's unethical. Uh, it has been verified as authentic by one of its recipients, Fox News reported Friday night. So um, the NY Post is citing Fox News on this. And um, yeah, Fox News had this computer also in their possession. Rudy Giuliani brought up uh, Rupert Murdoch also. So anyways, Fox report also cast light on the tantalizing mystery in the emails first raised by the post, a reference to 10% of the proposed business equity, perhaps going to the big guy. The big guy was a reference to Joe Biden, Fox revealed, citing unnamed sources. Now, there are constantly in the news we see unnamed sources 
being used by all sorts of media outlets and it's never called into question until it's the Bidens. Once it's the Bidens, then, oh, well, you know, unnamed sources aren't good enough. We've got to have names and numbers and, you know, everything on who these sources are. So this just shows, you know, the social media bias, the Google executives uh, a couple years ago were caught on video saying, you know, we can't let another 2016 happen. And what I always say is, you know, the liberals have the media, but Republicans, conservatives, we have social media. And we can get information directly out and directly influence our friends. And that's the best influence, is the word of mouth. If I can get 10 of my friends to believe what I'm saying, or I can convince them to uh, vote for, you know, Michael Jordan for president, then that makes a difference because then the net, you know, my, my best friend who's on the Michael Jordan ticket, he can convince 10 of his friends. And then, you know, the ball starts rolling because they all go out and convince 10 of their friends, you know. <coughs> and that's where social media sharing is so big. Now, Kaylee McEnany had her Twitter locked. I looked at her Twitter after I heard that rumor, and I could see where there was a, a message from Twitter at the top of her page that the page was not uh, used, usable anymore. Uh, after she shared the NY Post article, I had a friend share this article as an experiment, and he said Twitter took it down from his feed so, yes, this really did happen in America. You know, media censorship happened. And we can't, can't have that. But if you're going to be a social media platform, and like Twitter, you know, I can go on Twitter and find porn. And I can find, you know, clips of, or pictures of women naked, stripping, doing whatever, and, you know, then there's a link to their fan, their OnlyFans page or something like that. So if that's allowed on Twitter, why isn't a news article by a reputable news source, the New York Post, allowed there? So that, that really bugged me about this situation. Um, it's... According to this computer store guy and Rudy Giuliani, uh, there's a lot more disturbing information as such on this uh, hard drive. I don't know what that is, but I know it's supposedly being investigated by the FBI and Justice Department. So we'll see how that goes. But the media, uh, you know, CNN, uh, at PMSNBC, all of them are staying quite silent on this. I finally saw some uh, articles in other media a couple days after this broke. <coughs> so, 
a sitting vice president selling you know American foreign policy influence to a foreign government should be uh, an election changer uh, also you know you keep hearing these stories that Trump is down by double digits I need to get some more swigs of water in here hold on By the way, I'm I'm three days without a, a Coca-Cola or soda pop product. Yay me. Um, I, I finally saw some other articles popping up about this. So, uh, when Trump is, you know, in, when you look at the state polls and you look at some better, more accurate polling companies like Rasmussen and others, there are, Trump is actually up in like, say, Michigan. Now, if Trump wins Michigan, you can expect there to be like a domino effect where he's going to win Ohio and Pennsylvania because the demographics of those three states are very similar. He's up like percent and that's how that's the amount he won by last election uh, in Michigan so you need to look more closely at the polling companies um, last time Rasmussen was the only one to have it correct now there are a couple of formulas out there to predict the presidency uh, the one is uh, started in 1980 and they went back and searched out what it took for different presidents to win and they found like 12 keys to the White House uh, I think it was 12 so if you <clears throat> if like 6 or so are, of these are false for the sitting president then they say the sitting president loses, uh, or the candidate loses. Uh, they did predict Trump would win in 2016, but the guy who does the poll changes his opinions. What he's saying is, you know, well, in 2000, I was right. Al Gore won the popular vote. So I was right. I was right. George Bush won the Electoral College, but Gore won the popular. Well, now he's saying, well, yeah, I was right in 2016 because Trump won the Electoral College, uh, but Clinton won the popular vote. So he kind of twists it. There's another one out there where they look at, they've predicted 24 of the last 26 presidents, and it looks at things that are not a daily tracking poll and that professor is predicting Trump has like a 91% chance of winning again. Uh, I do not see Trump losing Florida because of the uh, Cuban population there. Um, <clears throat> also a lot of businesses uh, are registered in Florida so that means that 
the business owners have a Florida voting address. Uh, I know one such business owner. Uh, the reason they register businesses in Florida is because of taxes. So they have to technically have a Florida residency and voting address. So there are going to be a lot of people voting in Florida uh, that are business oriented as well as, you know, the Latino community is moving a little towards Trump and also the African-American community is moving more towards Trump because of the Opportunity Zones, the First Step Act, uh, the whole racist thing has not played out for the Democrats. Yeah, you have some people that still believe it, but for the most part, it's it's just not flying anymore. Um, and you go back to Charlottesville and Trump saying, well, there's, there's some good people and some bad people on both sides, and that's all the, the media plays. Uh, the leader of the, quote, Proud Boys is a Cuban... He has Cuban heritage. He has no white heritage in him. He says he's got Cuban and he's got African ancestry. And he appears to. He has the, you know, sorry to say, but, you know, that's, he looks, you know, Cuban and African, not white. Uh, but, and that's one of the groups that Trump's been, they've demanded Trump denounce as white supremacist but anyways he was at Charlottesville uh, and said you know we weren't all white supremacists at Charlottesville but anyways that'll be another segment here and another video so hey uh, those of you listening on YouTube uh, and Facebook remember to pray for each other pray for our country and God bless you and I'll make another video here shortly. Alright. On the podcast, we will be right back. Talking about Ice Cube. Big John, and remember to like, share, and subscribe whatever platform you happen to be on. Once my dog's done lapping up water, I'll tell you. So we have the actor and rapper Ice Cube, and a bit of a controversy. Not really. Um. <clears throat> He has a plan to help the impoverished African-American community. And he went public with his plan. And Republicans and Democrats came to him and said, yeah, yeah we'd like to you know, help you with that. And the Democrats said, let's wait until after the election. 
basically, I think they were trying to get his support. And really, they had it until they shot themselves in the foot. Because um, Ice Cube was extremely anti-Trump. Him and Snoop Dogg. Uh, but not not in unison or tandem or cooperating. But I actually unfollowed Ice Cube and reported several of his anti-Trump uh, Instagram posts and tweets because they were like radical uh, stuff uh, that he was saying just a few months ago. But he's now changed his tune because... Republicans said, yeah, we'll take your plan and we'll make it part of Trump's platinum plan for the uh, African-American community along things along with things like the First Step Act, which if you don't know what that is, Google it, along with things like Opportunity Zones, Google, please look this stuff up, people, educate, educate yourselves, uh, as well as you know, you know Trump's plan or already deal he already made to give more money to historically black colleges and universities uh, than any president in history, and he made a ten-year commitment to it. And so they're going to put Cube's plan in all of this. Now, Ice Cube has not been the biggest fan of the American government. Uh, obviously, you remember the NWA hit song, F the Police. Uh, they're not funny about that, but... I was... I was a fan of NWA at the time, and I was also... Always have been... A fan of police. I think this lighter's dying on me. Um, so... I didn't like that after police song as much when it came out, and still don't. But and I remember Ice Cube broke with N.W.A. and uh, you know when Bill Clinton got elected in 1994 uh, on MTV, which I was an MTV junkie back in the day. Back when they actually played music videos on music television, believe it or not. Uh, I remember they interviewed different uh, musicians. And they said, you know, well, what do you think about Bill Clinton? And a lot of them were like, yeah, man, he's the next John Kennedy. And, and Cube was like, I want Clinton out the White House now. So <laughs> Ice Cube is not a fan of the government. But... He presented this plan, and it was a very good one, evidently. Uh, and let me tell you something. You know, you might think because somebody's a gangster rapper, uh, because they're an actor, they're not very smart. But to, there's a certain level of genius. You have to be. It doesn't. You know, we put too much emphasis when we say genius on like, do you know how to, you know do long division or mathematical equations. People that have the ability to write songs, 
are genius. They have a, an intelligence that not all of us have. I could sit down and try to write a song and it wouldn't come out. You know what I mean? It, it just wouldn't work. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, Ice Cube you know, started doing his writing as poetry, which poets are oftentimes considered genius, right? Uh, and then he wrote movies. He's written several hit movies like uh, Friday, the Friday series. He's best known for. But he's been in you know a lot of movies as an actor, uh, and he basically plays himself in every movie. Uh, but he he's a a very smart guy and is not a Trump fan, and he's on record saying he's not endorsing anyone just because he had a meeting with Donald Trump. He just wants to get his plan for his community uh, put into law. And Republicans were willing to do that before the election. And I'm sure that at some point the Democrats, because they said wait till after the election, were going to use this as election fodder. Like they used the Cardi B interview. Oh, gosh, that was like two people trying to figure out who could speak the better version of gibberish if you listen to Cardi B and Joe Biden talk for, I couldn't do it for more than five minutes. When she did that thing, I was done with her. Um, and take the 10 pounds of makeup off of her, and she's not that attractive. Uh, but Joe Biden's daughter is an avid Cardi B fan. Yeah, right. Um, anywho, back to Cube. So the Republicans scheduled a meeting for him with Donald Trump and they had their meeting. Uh, you know, they're going to put his plan for the African American community into, you know, Trump's platinum plan, which depending on November 3rd, who knows what's going to happen to that plan. Uh, but we'll see. But then Ice Cube got blackballed. He was supposed to be on the Chris Cuomo show to talk about uh, politics. Pro at the time, probably anti-Trump politics because he was not a Trump fan and maybe still is not. But at least he sees that Donald Trump is willing to sit down and listen to him as a black man and take his ideas into account. Uh, but the uh, CNN did not let him on the Chris Cuomo show after he met with Donald Trump and after the Democrats thumbed their noses at his plan until after the election. Now, the Democrats can use the excuse, well, you know, we, we only own the House of Representatives. We don't have the president and we don't have the Senate right now. Uh, maybe we think after the election we will. Now, there are Democrat uh, members of the House of Representatives who could enact this plan in their districts. There are Democrat mayors of Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, all cities that need a plan to help the uh, you know impoverished 
black community in their respective towns, cities, pardon me. Uh, you know, New York City has a Democrat mayor, Democrat governor. They could have enacted this plan, uh, but they didn't. They dropped the ball. They screwed the pooch, Gordy. So, you know, Cube isn't uh, endorsing Trump or Biden right now, but you know, this shows you how much respect, like I said with, you know, Amy Coney Barrett, watch how the Democrats treat a strong, qualified woman. They tried to attack her character. They attacked her policies. They said, we will not vote for you because you have such strong religious views and a history of being a constitutional judge. Uh, hello. That's what the Supreme Court is supposed to be. But that's what they do to strong women. And now here you go. You have a black man, a strong black man, who is just a bad mofo, yo, uh, willing to throw down with anybody, and quite frankly one of the scariest guys there is, uh, and a Raiders fan, which is awesome. He... Was, was ready to present a plan and put it into action to help his community. He wants to see black people succeed in life the way he has succeeded in life and business. He wants to see, you know, black people stop killing each other, which he got out of the, you know, the inner city and the killing zones and made a, a hell of a life for himself. He wants to help other black people. And what's the Democratic Party do? Hey, let's play politics with your plan and put it off till after the election. I'm sure they would have been glad to have him on the Chris Cuomo show promoting this plan and, has, and saying, well, Donald Trump wouldn't meet with me. Republicans wouldn't talk with me. And then Republicans blew the Democrats' fiendish plan out of the water because Trump did meet with him and they agreed to put it into action before the election. They took, they said, we'll take your plan and we'll include it in what we're already doing. And there you go. So who cares about black people? Who cares about women? Is it the party that talks the talk? Or is it the party that walks the walk? The Democratic Party has been saying for years, Oh, we care. We care. We're going to help you. We're going to help you. We're going to... We'll give you a free cell phone. Remember the soundbite of the the woman that was in line to get Obama cash? Where's, well, where's Obama getting this cash from? I don't know. He got it from his stash, but he's giving it to us. Yeah, they'll, they'll throw money at you to keep you happy. They'll throw a cell phone at you to keep you happy. But you, you give a man a fish, you feed him for one day. Ice Cube's plan and Donald Trump's plan are teach a man to fish, feed him for the rest of his life. That's walking the walk. 60 years since the Great Society plan nearly 60 years since Lyndon Johnson's Great Society plan created all these 
housing, low-income housing, welfare, all these things that have destroyed the black community. And I know not all black people are on welfare, and I know they don't, they don't all live in low-income housing. Uh, but it created a cycle of poverty in the inner cities that's very difficult to get out of. And here comes an intelligent, strong black man like Ice Cube. I wish I knew his real name, but I just know him as Cube. Uh, I know Snoop Dogg is Calvin Brodus, but whatever. Ice, I'll call Ice Cube, what, Ice Cube, whatever you want me to call you, I will call you because you scare me. Uh, he's, he's, he's probably a nice guy. He just has the best mean mug of anybody I've ever seen. Uh, but here comes this strong, intelligent black man with a plan to help black people. And the Democrats, eh, let's put that off for a little bit. Go on CNN and talk, tell Chris Cuomo all about it. And, uh, you know, maybe call Donald Trump Satan while you're there. And the Republicans say, whoa, great idea. We can, this will work perfectly alongside what we've already been doing. Yeah, let's incorporate your plan now. You can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Hey, this is the end, the end uh, of this video podcast. God bless you guys again. Thanks for listening. I'll be getting a lot more listeners on Anchor and uh, a lot more views on YouTube. So thank you very much. So definitely like, share, and subscribe to this uh, and uh, tell your friends and neighbors. I don't know why. But anyways, it's not nothing, you know, sit around and make fun of me or something. So but anyways, God bless you guys. Remember to pray for one another. Prayer works. Jesus is real. Cigars are real. Jesus is real. God is real. There is a God in heaven that loves you. And God bless you till the next time. Thank you very, very much for listening and watching.